welcome to Winter Too Soon. This is Michelle Bader. I'm sitting here with my friend and co-host, Mark Massaro. Okay, <laughs> just, good. Just had to say it like that. How are you doing, Mark? Good. I was really hoping, I was going to make you do it over if you didn't give me a good introduction. I was going to be like, I totally like Arsenio Hall you last Mark was, Oh, you did. That's right. That was it's Michelle funny. Bader. Yeah, that was a good intro. Sorry, I disappointed. But, you know, no, that was good. It is what it is. So what's been going it on with you out in um, Tennessee, Tennessee? Well, let's <laughs> see. I picked up my kids from school on Friday and yeah. had um, some Alice Cooper on full blast. Nice. School, school summer. Uh, they were embarrassed. And they had... for good. Just had to Forever. keep it. I think that's what it says. For good. That's awesome. Oh, no more teachers' forever. dirty looks. Yeah, you know so why I know that? They I didn't know. get it. The teachers all thought it was funny, though. Like, you literally <laughs> pulled up to the school with the music I lasting. waited with it on pause. Oh, my God. Because, you know, we do, like, a drive-through line. Right, yeah. Release the kids in batches. And so as I pulled up and it was my spot, it was like, Oh, my gosh. They were like, there's that cool dad. Yeah, totally. Like all the teachers, they were like, that's the awesome. The principal was like, yeah, she's all dancing. You know, I wish y'all could see that. Get really excited. Like teachers have countdowns. So they were oh, just as excited. But side note, I know that song really well because it's on Guitar Hero. So my kids mm. know really well too. When we got Guitar Hero, we would do that song over and over and over. So nice. It's That's awesome. Song. But anyway, so your it kids are out song. for the summer. So they're out for the summer. Early. Um, so early. Am, you guys are different than here. We're like, you know, June. 11, they all, yeah, that. that's what I told them. I said back home you would be out of school in June, but I think also school starts for you, you guys in uh, September. I almost said y'all. You really close. Y'all, really did close you did y'all. you mean that it starts in August? Oh, does it start in August? I remember when I, I was a kid, guess. it started back up in September. Uh, here no, it, it oh, ends. In, I meant you guys. Here it starts in up South. in August. Yeah. Here it starts. Well, some people August, but my kid's school's out September. So yeah, that's what Anyways. it was for me always growing up on the West Coast. On the west coast yeah yay i'm throwing up the west coast oh, i thought we were gonna do a song and i don't know a song oh there's a million west coast songs but they're not appropriate <laughs> um <laughs> so yes on the west coast um it was school was out in june and started yeah. back up in september yeah uh here the school ended in may and it starts back up in august so um that's cool you know it's it's pretty neat to uh, i mean the, my kids are doing uh well, they call it summer camp to make it more oh. fun, but they're doing summer school, um, <laughs> which which like I'm excited about. You know, summer camp is it all summer? No, no, it's like four weeks. It's okay, just like, I just want them to, to camp. Extra. No, yeah, no, it's not that. They just call it that. Um, they're all cool. we call it summer camp, so it's more fun for the right. kids. Right. So they just completed first and third grade. Just, I mean, sorry, kindergarten, kindergarten and third. And third. Uh -huh. Okay. So have and um, I actually because you know we had a tough year. You know, yeah. we had a really tough year. And, and in addition to being in California during COVID, right. we had a really tough year. Um, so they were behind, you know, mm -hmm. there were. Um, so I asked the teachers when I first got there, um, because we got there so late in the year and they were just yeah. starting up going back to regular school. I said, hey, you know, I will yield to your guys's discretion, but I would love it if they could repeat kindergarten and third mm -hmm. grade. And they said, well, we'll like assess and evaluate and stuff like that. And they, they agreed that they think it would be really beneficial okay. for them to repeat. Um, but, you know, they had a lot of compliments about the kids and that they're both really smart kids and stuff. So it was yes, cool. They but are. I just think that I just think they'll they'll benefit from it. Yes. And, um, they don't. They're at the age where like it's not going to they're not going to be 
like old for their yeah, age. they're no. going to be the older kids right they're like in the older group mm-hmm. but they're not like old for their grade or whatever right um I think that's so smart. very smart. and I've explained it to them as like a cool thing like that they're Good. lucky they get to do it and so that's awesome you know they're they're and also this school that they're in goes up to third grade like uh it goes up to third grade and then they go to a different school for fourth right. fifth, and sixth again totally different from the west coast yeah um but uh so also Alexis would have automatically gone to a different school next year right I didn't want that I wanted her to really be ready for it yes um you know so anyways um yeah and then uh some guys are building a uh that screened in gazebo in my backyard oh, yeah. that's How's been that exciting going? to watch my design come together which is cool. wait why is it screened in I've never seen a gazebo screened in oh yeah bugs out there or something welcome to Tennessee <laughs> yes oh. everybody has screened in porches and gazebos because yeah there's a lot oh. of bugs in the summer um and honestly I had that back home I had mosquitoes like I, I was in close proximity to a lake yeah so during the summer there'd be a lot of mosquitoes um and they love me I'm like mosquitoes love me they just why like, I don't know they just <laughs> adore me and they just like bite me all the time they're like oh. hey I'll be sitting in the backyard with all my friends at my old house and we're all sitting out in the, on the patio talking and all of a sudden I'm just like itching everywhere and I'm covered head to toe with mosquito bites and like nobody oh. else has a bite. That's a I'm fun like, fact I heck? didn't know. I learned so I've looked today. into it because it kind of bothered me. And <laughs> I wondered like, is it at the time I was drinking a lot of Pepsi and Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is my blood just sweeter? <laughs> um, you know, I, and I really meant it because, you know, my blood sugar would have been higher, right? <laughs> right? So I'm like, maybe my blood's just sweeter. Maybe I'm sweating Pepsi. I don't know. Um, so I looked into it and they said that they don't know exactly why, but it is definitely a thing. Um, but they said it's likely not due to like sugars or things like that, but that the two most probable things that it could be is either a, they're different, attracted different blood types Mm. or B. And they said, this is the most likely that certain people have more of a reaction to it than others that we're probably getting bitten equally. But oh. I might have an allergic reaction to it when they don't. Um, so they said that's the most likely, but there's no definitive reason why some people get bit more. But um, so yeah, that's why I screamed in porch. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's coming along great. They're doing a really good job. Um, yeah, but you had screened in gazebo. Yeah, so it's I'm like, picturing a gazebo, like a round circle thing. Is that uh, not what you're well, talking no, about? Well, no, gazebo is like usually a standalone roofed you know, unit, but, um, oh. I had them screen it in and then I had them attach the roof to my roof of okay. my house. I so that if, I, if it's no, I mean, you probably, I I'm got married in a gazebo. So I mean, well, imagining. yeah, there are round gazebos, uh-huh. but gazebo doesn't necessarily. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, so anyways, so I wanted it to be where if it's raining, I could still walk out to it without getting rained on. So I had them cover Smart. it from my roof to the screened in gazebo. So, um, or porch, if you prefer. <laughs> That'll help my <laughs> mental picture of what this is. Yes, this, I don't know why I'm talking about this so much, but uh, again, as I've watched them build it, cause I thought about building it myself. Mm-hmm. As I've watched them build it, I'm glad I didn't, yeah. but I've also paid a lot of attention as they were building it. And now I know I could build it I'm by sure myself. I'm sure you could do it. Uh, I know I could, it just, you know, for one, it's hard being, you know, there's certain things that are hard to do by yourself. Yeah, you know, for definitely. starters, just physically. 
but um, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to buy the material and then mess something up. But yeah. now that I've watched them, I'm like, oh, because the few things that I wasn't hundred percent sure on that I probably would have YouTube. Um, I watched them do it and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And I saw mm-hmm. how they did it. And now I'm like, okay, now my questions are answered, you know? Yeah. Um, there's still, you know, little things that I would have to figure out along the way, but, and honestly, well, no, I'll leave it alone. I was going to say, there's some things that I feel like I would have <laughs> been more meticulous about. I'll just yeah. say that. Um, yeah. but I'm fine with it. I really Good like wording. how it's turning out. So, um, yeah, that's that's what's going on in my world. There's more, but that's good. Um, just a, a lot of um, really joyful things happening in my world, and mm-hmm. that I can just sum it up with that. So, awesome. what's uh what's up in in Michelle Land? Oh, so much, so much. So this past week we had prom for Haley, and that was really really fun. Um, right. We had all the girls over to here to uh, get ready in my bathroom and um it was just like fun like Haley are you glad we have room for this our old house we would have never had room it was just another day that I was just like so thankful for our space to have all her friends over and it reminded me so much of when I was in high school we didn't have dances we had banquets because I went to a Christian school well so do they Uh, but that day you did not have banquets I mean you did not have dances anyways it reminded me of all my friends coming over getting ready and it was just it was fun. I was trying to give them their space, but then she'd be like, Hey, can you help me with this? Can you curl my hair? Can you do it? And so I got to be a part of it, which nice. was really fun. And then take them down to the waterfront and they went to dinner and we took pictures and it was just a really fun, you know, event to see them all dressed up and having fun. So that was something that I loved. Um, also a lot of exciting things happening with widow goals, my nonprofit, I got to go to the Luis Palau Association, which if you're not familiar with him, he's like a Billy Graham on a smaller scale. He's a huge evangelist. Evangelist. Um, he passed away a year ago. Um, so I met with someone who has been with them, like that association since he said 43 years. So wow. um, he was able to share, like the point of the meeting was like, can you help me? Like, what did you do to grow this? And so he was able to share so much. And then when I shared what my vision, he was so excited. And then I told him like, so I'm sitting in this room and all you see is like the wallpaper is um, Luis's son, Andrew, and it's in Africa. And you see all the heads of all the people that he's preaching to. And it's so inspiring. Wow. It's like the most inspiring, like room to just look at this. And I'm like, this is what I want to do. I was telling him about the vision for like third world countries and reaching widows there because widows become outcasts yeah. in other societies where they have no, you know, like when their husband dies, they have nothing left like financially. Yeah. They don't have ways to support themselves. So I was telling him like, like in that room, it was so inspirational, like my big vision of reaching people in all these countries. And he was like, so excited about this. And so he said, I should join their network of evangelists. And I did that. And now he's going to be coaching me on like how to build this and hopefully getting in front of the, um, the founder's son. That's one of my goals is to just have a meeting with them. And how could we partner with you? Or could I get endorsed by you? So that was exciting. Um, I met with some people from my church. They want me to lead a small group group for widows. So I'm excited about that. Um, also we did an event yesterday, um, where it was very small, but it was great. There were eight participants and, Myself and uh, Stacy, who you guys met on another episode, we were able to divide into groups. So first I shared my story. We divided into groups and that's where like 
God's work. I saw God's work of these people who were holding it all in and then opening up and sharing their stories and comforting Mm. each other. That was cool to see too. Like God using them in each other's lives and they're putting their arms around them. And like, we were praying for each other and it was beautiful. And I was like, this is what I want to do more of. Mm. Like, I want to get out there and like reach the widows, like in real life, there's nothing like real life. Like we can talk to you on the podcast, we can do Zoom things, whatever, but being in real life with someone, there's nothing like it. And so it just gave me this like excitement and this vision. I'm like, I want to do more of this. And I have another one scheduled for a big church in the area. It's supposed to be probably at least a hundred, maybe more at the end of next month. And I'm super excited about it. And I want to do this and take this on the road, you know, and be able to travel all over. And so it gave me a new excitement. Like, wow, I love this. I love this. This is what I this want. is so cool. I mean, it's not like gazebo cool, but <laughs> not <laughs> quite kidding. I feel cool. like mine's all like super lame. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this gazebo <laughs> my house. You're like, I'm changing the world. <laughs> you are changing the world too. One gazebo at a time. Well, number <laughs> one, one mosquito at a time. Listen, you're changing the world with your little life changers that live in your house. They <laughs> why they gotta be little. Why they gotta be little? Your kids are little. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm just kidding. I thought it was. I was just teasing that it was like something. It was like a not short a joke. short joke at all. I was talking about your kids. They are life changers. I can already tell you. They that. are. I know. They're you're right. Changers. So you're spending time on your life changers, and you are also <laughs> doing the podcast. I'm so- just kidding. I'm not insecure. It just it just sounds really funny. <laughs> that it was like I'm like yeah, I'm building a gazebo and. Uh, Kids are doing summer school and you're like, I'm like changing. I'm going to go down their country and do all this stuff. So anyways, no, it's super cool. It's super cool. It's awesome. Um, So lots of excitement happening. Um, You know, I had, I think I've shared a little bit, like I thought I've had some health issues. It ends up being this thing called costochondritis, which is like inflamed ribs. And so I had a stress test this week just to make sure it wasn't my heart awesome news. I'm like on the treadmill and the doctor was like, see where you're at. You're at good. I'm like, okay. She's like, you keep going. You're going to get to excellent heart. And then I kept going and she's like, you're at excellent. I'm like, I'm going to keep going. She's like, you don't have to. I'm like, I can keep going. She's like, I'll write on your notes that you want to get to superb. (laughs) She goes, sorry, there's nothing higher. And I like wanted to keep, I'm going to make a new category. (laughs) Yeah. Cause it was like, I can do this. And so it just made me feel so much better mentally that it's like, you don't just have a good heart. You have an excellent heart. And it said in the notes, like, um, better than even like people working out, like, and I work out. So like better than average, like even yeah. what I do. So I was like, Oh, it was just such a relief. Cause I've had this anxiety since Luke died. Whenever I have a health issue, something's mm. wrong with me. I'm still battling it a little bit when the, like, so costochondritis feels like uh chest pain or rib pain or whatever. Mm. Sometimes I have it too. Yes. And then I, and then my mind starts going, what if that's cancer all over my body? What if that's getting, you know, and it's like, no, stop. Like Mm -hmm. two doctors have told me I have this, like, it's okay. So, so can I call you out? Have you been to the Mm -hmm. chiropractor yet? No, but I got this thing to help my back and I'm using it. So hopefully. Is it like a roller kind of thing? No, it's a, what's it called? The back thing, a bean pod, back pod, back pod, back pod. And it's this little, I showed it to you before. I think it's like a half of a football and. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's like the arch of your, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's similar to 
Yeah. Yeah. So I've been doing that. I, it takes like three weeks to know really if it's working. So some days yeah. it feels like it's working. Some days it's not. But yeah, good things going on. Um, let's see what else. Hayden's going to graduate in a few weeks. And so wow, that's, I, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast before that his dad, like, you know, Luke left him a message for his graduation day. So oh wow, that's interesting knowing that's coming up. We've been talking about it. He knows. And he's like, how am I going to get that? I'm like, I will text it to you. Because he was like, I want to listen alone. So I'm like, you've oh, heard it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's been a while. Like yeah, I, yeah. I need to go back in because he put all the kids on one recording. So I need to go in and like make it one just for Hayden. And uh, so that's going to be emotional. So I'm going to send it to him and he can listen to it whenever he wants on that day. Um, so just like, some- I remember you telling me that you had that when we first started talking. Yeah. I think that's super cool. Yeah. It's, it's good. So that's going to be emotional. It's in like three weeks or something. So just, yeah, we're, we're doing good. And then another huge thing is tomorrow has been, Sorry. you okay there yeah not fly just, headphones. Oh. i don't apparently i don't have a screened in bedroom a fly just landed <laughs> on my head sorry i just okay. I, I just smacked myself i forgot i was wearing headphones <laughs> that's what happened i wasn't quite sure what was going on there yeah anyway. i looked like spock for a minute with the uh <laughs> the headphones like covering my face um oh anyway sorry i completely lost what Go i was on. talking about about uh the recording Oh yeah. Okay. And then I said, tomorrow is going to be the two year anniversary of Luke's death. Like, I Mm. cannot believe it. Like, I cannot believe it that it's been two years. Um, So for those listening, it will be, it would have been Monday was Michelle's So May 23rd, 2022 is two years. So Mm. it's crazy to me. And I kind of almost mourn this day, a little bit more grieve this day of his last full day you know, a very short version, because we got a lot to cover today is we had an amazing day together. Like the family, we were all together. We got him a slushie from Sonic and we were just kind of together and we watched a show together. We had a family hug and Luke asked me to make him like late at night. He, you know, he kept saying, I don't feel good. I don't feel, I feel off. And he, I'm like, come to bed and let's watch a show. And then he was like, can you make me a grilled cheese sandwich? And he like never asked me to make him anything. So it was really like out of character and he never ate in bed but I made it for him, brought it to him. And then we just watched some silly show and laughed. And I go, this is our best date ever. And he goes, yeah, this is our best date ever, you know, and say goodnight to him. And so we had like such a beautiful last day that that's weird for me that that was two years ago today, today, yeah, which is so strange. And so tomorrow, I'm not sure what I'll feel, you know, last year I did a big, like I had everybody, my family over, we released balloons. We um, watched a video about Luke. It was very emotional. I took off my wedding ring for me that I just had this thing in my head one year. That's right. Right. Yeah. It was like this thing. I, well, I still wear it, but it's on my right hand. I moved it on that day and I felt like I was ready before, but it was just like a thing in my head. I'm going to make it one year and then I'm going to do it. I think it had to do with him, you know, giving me the diamond at the end of his life and just like a respect thing to keep it on for a year, but everybody's different. However, you listeners decide to do it is right. There's no wrong way to do this. So anyways, um, yeah, it's just weird that it's coming up tomorrow. Like it, I feel like the second year, and I know we've talked about this, is so much easier. Like mm. so much Absolutely. easier, you know. And so I don't feel like I'm gonna have a lot of grief. And Joel has been so great. Like, let me know how I can support you on that day. And he, you know, today I explained that you know in more detail about our last day together. And he's being really great, just listening. And I think that's important to have somebody in your life you know, when you reach those anniversaries that can listen to you, whether it's a friend, a family member or whoever, 
have somebody that you can talk it through. I think it's so healthy to like talk yeah. about what you were doing on that last day and what did it feel like? And, and a couple of days ago, I did have, I just remember this. I had some grief. I don't remember what brought it up, but I actually explained, even though I think I've done it before, but Joel was patient. Let me go through every detail. I was crying every detail of that last, uh, my last moments with him. And some are really traumatic that I'd barely shared with anybody. Mm. And so he let me go through that. And he's just like, I'm so sorry. You've been through so much trauma. Like, I'm just sorry. And he just listened to me. So I think it's important to be able to work through those moments when you're like, whoa, like sometimes Definitely. it'll just hit you. Like, whoa, that's weird. Like I watched someone die. Like, whoa. Like, it's just, just I think I was explaining that feeling of like, seeing somebody their soul is there and then it's gone yeah you know like it's you can't explain you can it. feel it you yeah. can it's weird it's like i i said this in episode one there is a lot to be said about the human soul yeah when when lacy passed i was um you know like i said in that episode i went out to go get a cup of coffee and answer some messages it was only gone like 10 minutes she was sleeping and when I started walking down the hall to go back That's to right. the bedroom, I knew she was gone. I felt that she was gone. And I went running down the hall. Like, why else would I go running down the hall if I didn't know? Right. Right. I didn't hear anything. Um, and I slowly like peeked around the corner. And yeah, it was, you know, you can you can feel, you can feel. Yeah. that there's no that you're alone. That's what I, that's what I felt. I knew I was alone in the house. Yeah. And um, it was really, uh, that was really, you know, obviously devastating, but it was, um, it was powerful too, you know, it was, uh, it just says a lot about, you know, the truth of God's word and, mm -hmm. um, you know, that we, like everybody lives in eternity, everybody lives forever, it's just a matter of where we spend eternity, you know, and right. I mean, that's a whole different conversation, but like, um, the soul is very real. Like we go on living. There's, there's too much energy within us to just go away. Um, you know, but that's a whole nother deeper conversation. Um, save that for another time or something. Save it. All <laughs> right. Well, let's go ahead and get into our topic today. It is. Yes. Which dating, is dating obstacles you may face. So this is again, taken from the article we were sharing last week by Mr. We can't remember his name at the moment, but I think we put a link. We said it in the other episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's good. And He's so, never going to listen to this anyways. <laughs> you know, right? Um, so we're going to just talk through some of these and um, Mark and I might have had different experiences on these. And so it'll be good for you to hear from different people. And so that's why we say that you may experience or that you may face because it's going to be different for everybody. So the first one that the article says is she sometimes refuses to talk about her grief. So meaning us as widows and widowers. So for me, I don't think I've ever refused to talk about my grief um, at all. Even when I went on like the bad dates. I mean, maybe that's why they went away. <laughs> no, it was, they were like, oh boy, no, no, no. Just to tell the truth. Dang it. <laughs> we don't want that no 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 it was always I didn't you know whatever I'm not getting into all that but that I've never been shy about sharing my grief like I can't remember a time ever when someone has asked me about my grief especially like now being in a relationship if Joel's asked me about it like I'm gonna share for sure so what about you Mark 
How do you relate to this? Well, Michelle. <laughs> all formal. Um, so first of all, I want to say that um, we're, like Michelle said, we're going to read the questions the way they're written because mm -hmm. we also changed the name of the topic. So in the article, it says obstacles you will face dating a widow. So it's written basically to men what to expect from dating a widow, but we're switching it around since we are widowed and sharing our experiences with all y'all. So oh, yeah. I definitely, I didn't, I wouldn't say I refused to talk about my grief. I just didn't want to burden people with it. Mm -hmm. um, I was afraid that, um, and so this, this was in dating also. I felt like it was um, hard for me Mm -hmm. to to share what I was feeling because I felt like I could get through it on my own um, yeah. and so I didn't but also that that was very true for me uh, with my friends like yeah not a lot of people mm -hmm. knew what I was actually going through not like mm -hmm. hardly anybody knew what I was actually going through because uh, I had this fear this insecurity that if mm -hmm. I really told people what I was feeling that um, nobody would want to be my friend anymore mm. because some of the things I was feeling were so dark and so painful. Right. And they wouldn't have known what to say to me anyways, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it was really hard for me. So I internalized a lot and yeah. walked it by myself a lot. And I would cry mm -hmm. in my closet a lot and um, I'd hide from my kids a lot. And honestly, like nobody knew, yeah. nobody knew what, I mean, there were, there were a few select friends that, um, um, like that girl, um, one of my best friends, uh, Tamara, she, mm -hmm. I remember she would be the one that would ask me, she's like, Hey, so how are you doing? And I'm like, Oh, good, good. How are you? And then she'd be like, no, like, <laughs> how are you doing? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, and then the tears would just start. Flowing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, I hate my life <laughs> mm -hmm. being real. Um, so, you know, yeah. So, Oh, whoops. I hit the wrong button. Um, so for me, yeah, it was something that, um, and then dating and dating, I had a, I had a really hard time, um, sharing when I was having a hard moment and, you know, there are reasons for that. They don't matter. They're not relevant, but, um, you know, it was, it was hard for me to share with somebody that I was dating mm -hmm. at that time. Um, uh, it was hard for me to share something I was dating somebody wait Something let me start over and I'm gonna I'm gonna say it again but this time it's gonna be in English okay um, right <laughs> I'm, I'm thanks now the pressure's on <laughs> I can't even do it now so um yeah no but it was it was hard for me to share with somebody that I was dating there you go about my grief about my late wife right for some reason it did not come naturally for me at that point in time um and I feel like, uh, you know, my heart is in a very different place now. Right. So, you know, there's contrasts and stuff like that. But anyway, right. sorry. No, there's no sorry. Nothing to be sorry about. Um, I could tell I cut you off. No, I was just thinking about, you know, even when we first became friends, sometimes you saying to me, like, I don't want to burden you. I'm like, you're, you're not. And I didn't understand where mm. that came from, like that you had this fear, even with somebody who was going through something similar. I remember that, like, no, it's okay. Like, mm -hmm. I want to hear I'm your friend. Like, I understand like what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that I remember um, that. Yeah. That, I totally remember that. So do you feel like now in friendships, like you're able, so not even talking about dating right now, but just in friendships, you're able to, um, 
Just having a little Sorry, laugh I attack a, here. I, I made a gesture. <laughs> yes, you can only see it on Zoom when I post one day, it on YouTube. One day when these are on YouTube. One day you'll we'll see, we'll see it. Get that face. little joke. Have Sorry, I made a face. Anyway, yeah, yeah. That was my fault. <laughs> Just so you know, for all of our listeners, when we do these episodes, we're on Zoom so we can see each other, yes. so which is, yeah, it can be funny sometimes. Okay. Anyways, now in friendships, yes. um, are you able to share your grief? Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yes. So for you, it was like a timing thing, like time, like time in your grief that now you're um, open or what changed? Hmm. That's a little difficult to answer. I'd say the... Um, I don't, I don't know exactly how to answer that, to be honest with you. Um, you don't have to. I know there's certain, certain people that I'm like more comfortable with than others, you know, um, would be one way to sum it up. Um, that like, I really believe that it's okay that I'm sharing with them kind of thing. Um, but also the grief isn't as heavy. I was going to say, like, I can't remember that you know, the time, like the last time either one of us were having like a big grief thing where we're like, yeah. once in a while, we'll tell each other, I'm having grief about this, but it's right. like, not like it used to be like, it used not to be like, like every day, like, Oh, I'm having this hard day. You oh, know? it used to be like, I couldn't, I, I mean, I had days, I hate to admit this, but I had days where I like, didn't want to live anymore. Right. Um, cause they were so difficult to admit it. Know? So other people can be like, I'm not the only one who thought that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. It just, it, and you're right. You're right. It just, for me personally, it feels like, a, um, I don't know, like I'm disappointing God or something, mm-hmm. you know, it, like, and I know that's not the truth, but I'm just saying right. that's kind of where it, it comes from is that, you know, that I, I should be able to trust in God more than that or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had moments where I just didn't want to do life anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously for my kids, I could never do anything like that. And they never, they never saw a whole lot of my grief. Right. Um, and so, when, but also like sharing with people back then, um, it was a lot of, di- it was different sharing. Yeah. You know, it was, it was dark and yeah. um, things that people couldn't imagine. And also I wasn't stable. Mm-hmm. So like when I would share with people, like I would get irritable. Um, like if somebody, you know, like I, I think I've mentioned on here before that, um, People used to say to me all the time, like, oh, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine. I, can't I just imagine. can't imagine. You know, I have to say it. You're so good. <laughs> just can't imagine. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. It was, you're yes, so it was. strong. Oh, wait. What was it? We have to remember this. I just can't imagine. You're so strong. Something like that. But that's <laughs> like that. Anyways, anyways um, that was a little inside joke um, <laughs> that, that we used to talk about people like that all the time. But, um, it's funny because I have no sensitivity to that at all anymore. Like mm-hmm. at all. It doesn't bother me in the slightest when no, somebody says that me to me. Neither. <laughs> but during a certain season of yeah. my life, I was getting so tired of hearing that because mm-hmm. it made me just feel like I was just like, like I was in this pit and just every time somebody said that, like they were just shoveling a, a pile of dirt onto me and I was just getting mm-hmm. more and more buried right. in my loneliness and it was like, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. It's just like, gosh, I'm really alone in this. Right. And then it just made you feel like, why did this have to happen to me? Mm-hmm. But, you know, and obviously it happened to Lacey, but you know what I mean? Right. Um, to be left. Yeah. To be, you know, like I, I feel very much like that cancer happened to both of us. Obviously I didn't get cancer, but my life fell apart, you know? Right. And so I wasn't the one that had to 
I, I was just serving Lacey. And so I tried to do my best in that, but she was the warrior. She was the hero, you know? Um, and so I don't ever try to take credit. Like it was like, I went through this versus her, but I went through my own intense sadness, you know, but yeah, it just, and then I finally like kind of snapped on somebody. Um, and, you know, I've explained that on here before, so I won't go into it again, but I just kind of snapped on somebody and yeah. And drew out the picture for him of what it looked like. I'm like, there, now can you imagine it? Yeah. Can you imagine it now? And I'm like, yeah, see, you can. You just don't want to because it mm-hmm. sucks, you know? So um, anyways, but, you know, that's just, uh, I feel like we should get to question two. Well, I did want to add something <laughs> yeah, totally. to, to that in working in with people in grief. I do see people who feel mm-hmm. like they don't have anything to live for. And they're like, why am I still here? And I think we could do a whole episode on this. And it's about trying to find things like one day at a time, like even just getting out of like, who can I help today? I know for me that really helped me um, to get out of it, but just to encourage people to find something every day to live for, whether it's big or small, if you are in that place, because I know we probably have listeners who are like, yeah, I'm there right now. Like if you're in that place, find something to live for. And it may be like reaching up to someone else or, Mm. you know, I'm alive because think of someone that you love and someone who loves you. I'm alive because of that person, you know? Mm. So I just want to touch on that because you said that. And I think I like that a whole episode about that, but definitely if you're feeling that way, you are very loved and, you know, try to find one small reason why you're alive today. And in addition to what you said, like, that is something that gives you purpose when you're feeling like, what's the point of all this is um, serving somebody else. Right. Doing something nice for somebody really makes you feel better about yourself, you know? And that's why it's, you know, the Bible tells us like it's greater to give than to receive Um, because it is more of a blessing for your soul to give than to receive for sure. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. If anybody is, uh, yeah. Anyway, no, sorry. Go ahead. Let's say, one? let's move on to number two. We yeah. took forever on that one. Let's see. Where are forever. we? Forever. Forever. Say a lot. I know that. I know that one. Nice. Right. That was quick. That was impressive. I know. The shoe right? is guaranteed to make any kid jump higher and run faster. Is that another? Are you? Good? Oh, come on. Yeah, that was Sandlot, too. Oh, I was like, is this Remember they got on the new shoe? He put on his new shoes to go run and get that ball oh, out of the, yeah, yeah, the yard yeah. with the dog. Got it now. Um, okay, number two. She's two. Still, she's still mourning her partner. Mm. So, still mourning her right now. I think that that's well. I guess there's a difference between mourning and grief. I think. I think mourning is more like when you're in that time period where it's constant. And so, I mean, I don't like. It. For example, with dating Joel, like. I don't feel like I'm still mourning my partner, mourning Luke. I feel like I have brief, brief grief, brief grief, brief, 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 and, um, you know, so it hasn't really been an obstacle. What do you have to say about this? This one's. Well, I I think it can, I I know that it's absolutely a real thing that someone can have interest Mm -hmm. in, um, dating you or, or you know, um, you dating them or whatever, and you're, you're still having grief or, you know, um, I'm trying to think how to word this, but, um, 
somebody can still have grief and still be interested in dating, like still be, in, still yes. have intense moments of grief. And I either way, yeah, yeah, yeah. the first time that you, like, even if you think you're super ready for dating or ready to take this next chapter on, um, the first time you maybe hold someone's hand or kiss someone or hug someone or whatever it might be, all of a sudden you might feel grief. You might feel yeah. something else that we'll get to later on that I won't um, talk about now, but another emotion, but um you know, that's, that's very real possibility that you'll feel that, that you right. might think that you're totally ready. You might be super attracted to this person and think they're great. Um, but then, you know, the first time you have any kind of intimate contact, like even eye contact for the first time, mm -hmm. um, you know, you might feel grief that you're right. even, even here, right. it might, you might feel of emotion that we'll get into later you might feel just grief that you even have to be there. Oh, you yeah. even have to be there yeah, trying to like, get to know somebody else. Right. Like I remember, like we've talked about, man, we're going to have to date again. We're going to have to start over. Like, I don't yeah. want to start over. Like, <laughs> yeah. My big thing was she's not going to know that I don't like beans. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mark, that's an easy thing to tell somebody. <laughs> yeah, I know. But there's a lot of it was the like point. That. Yeah. Like, yeah you know our spouses already knew us knew everything yeah <laughs> and it's like starting over and that's kind of what when I tell people in fact I had a conversation this last week with a parent of another you know kid and they were just like I can't can't imagine starting over you know it's just like mm -hmm. people can't fathom that like I would have to start completely over I had a friend because it's like, deep yeah to start over is deep it is she was like, like I, I wouldn't want to train another husband. <laughs> well, that's, that's, there is a lot of truth to that <laughs> Yeah, because like, you know, of course that's in a joking context, you know, somewhat, but like a good husband will be teachable, right? Yeah. Like he'll yes. try to learn how to perform well and like, you know, cater to her needs and things like that. Um, but it's, you know, there is a lot that, um, you know, that comes along with getting to know somebody again somebody you are fully willing to um like so like okay so sorry i'm trying to gather my thoughts here um lacy knew every weird thing about me and she still loved me right she knew every like little insecurity i had she knew all any and all bad habits like uh, she, she truly loved me. Right. So in starting over with somebody, you might be like, oh, cool. Like it starts off as, I mean, let's be honest. It starts off as he's attractive. She's attractive. That's right. where it starts usually. Uh, mm -hmm. and then it's like, oh, you get to know him a little bit. Oh, I like his heart. I like her heart. Yeah. And then it grows from there. And then you start learning more about each other, but there could be a point where you find something out about them that you don't like. And mm -hmm. it's a big one. Right. And, um, you know, like that's, it's scary to think about. I mean, yeah, you know, that's why it's good to be transparent and open, yes. you know, from the get go and, you know, say everything that's, you know, say you don't like beans, just tell them, tell just them, tell them, be confident in telling them I don't like beans. I, no, always, but, I yeah. say, I don't like condiments. <laughs> Joel will be like, do you like this? I'm like, I don't. He just asked me the other day. I'm like, do you not remember? I don't like condiments. Well, oh, it was Chick-fil-A sauce. He's like, but I thought like it would be different for Chick-fil-A sauce. I'm like, it's a condiment. No, I don't like it. Yeah. I remember when you told me you got <laughs> beef and cheddars without the sauce. And I was like, 
get out of here that's so weird yeah. but that's just how it is no sauce right? yeah so anyways like luke knew that he always got the opposite all the sauces all the ketchups all that but he knew that i didn't so i gotta you know go through all that again but i, I see what you're saying here so let's go to are we done on that one i don't know are we i think so I think okay i think we are keep moving um she's i think that's a good idea wait 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 number 2.3 okay yeah no we're good she's afraid of getting hurt again and we have briefly touched on this Ooh. before that i i love saying it's better to have loved and lost than never have loved at all and but i do see this as a common theme with widows i see it all the time they'll post on my social media like i could never love again i don't want to lose another husband i don't i don't want to be hurt or i don't want to be hurt again and it is scary like it is scary when you enter into that, but I just look at it like life is an adventure. I know how short life can be. And I would rather live the rest of my life. Like I want to be with somebody like mm. that loves me. And I want to love, I love deeply and I want to have that. And so I just decided like early on, once I started being interested in dating again, that like I'm taking the risks, like mm -hmm. life, I kind of got in this, like, remember last summer, I'm like, I'm jumping off rocks. I'm doing this, yeah. you know, just kind of got in this, like, I'm taking risks. Like yeah. I'm 29 years old and, <laughs> <laughs> and totally. I want to take risks. And so I am one who I don't relate to this one, but I understand why people do. What about you? I absolutely relate to that one, but I also relate to, you know, what you were saying. It's like, oh, I want to dance with somebody. Friday. There you go. <laughs> I want to feel the um, I have an, a really good TikTok to that song of me and Joel dancing. Yes. Yes, nice. it's, it's um me and Joel dancing together in Texas, and the song playing wasn't that, but I just like did this like selfie of us dancing, uh, and then I was like, I made a list of qualities I want in my chapter two, and he fits all of them, even dancing, and the song was I want to dance with somebody. So nice, cute. yeah. So in the reality is, is I don't want to dance. Oh, that's true, <laughs> but I don't. don't want to be alone. But I definitely relate to. I was terrified. The fear has gone away. Hmm. Um, I was so terrified that my next wife would get cancer too. Right. Right. Um, it, it was real. It was real. And it was, it was debilitating, honestly, like to where I was like, I can't, I can't sign up for that again. Um, right. Oh yeah. That is but amazing. now it's so different. Now I have this different heart that like, if I had somebody I loved, I would take care of them again too. You mm -hmm. know, like I would absolutely take care of them and, you know, I would do it again to have any amount of time to be in love again, um, I would absolutely do it all again because that's what love is. And I'm not afraid of love anymore. And that's mm -hmm. what it was. I was afraid of love again, mm -hmm. because it hurts so bad to lose right. Lacey and to watch her go away from me. It really hurt. You know, um, it was incredibly painful. And um, so I was like, I'm not signing up for that again, you know? Right. So anyways, um, yes, so I do understand that. And there's, you know, there's different ways to get hurt too. Yeah. You know, if, mm -hmm. if you had a good marriage, for example, and you knew that your husband was very unique or your wife was very unique, um, it's scary that, you know, this person's going to be a jerk or, you know, you remember that like, just for women, and I'll just be real, there's a lot of scummy dudes out there. And True that. You know, they might be, they might have fears that like, you know, maybe my husband was a very, maybe it was very rare that he was faithful, 
Maybe right. I'm going to experience getting cheated on or something. Right. You know, there's different hurts that come with the fears. But, um, you know, I would just encourage you to, you know, trust your judgment and uh, don't let don't let your fears hold you back from loving someone. Right. That's that's what I feel. You know, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of something, something and some love. <laughs> that's deep. I, I'm going to find the verse and I'll put it in the show notes. God did not. I know the important part. I mean, it's all yeah. Important. But like God didn't give us a spirit of fear, of fear but, but of one, power, love, and yeah, sound mind or sound judgment, depending on the, you know, the version. Uh, Haley learned always. that in VBS, and she always says it. it's like the verse she knows. Like she's like, I know this verse, <laughs> and I think about that a lot. Like when living life, like God did not give us a spirit of fear. Where is this fear? When I have fear, it's like, where's this fear coming from? So my counselor taught me that every thought is from God, self, or Satan. So you have to ask yourself, like, That's where, good. and the same with dreams, because I had a bad dream the other day. It was like, okay, where did this thing come from? Like that everything is one of those. And so. Sorry, I thought of a funny dream. I, that's why I chuckled. Um, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to talk about it. It just made me laugh. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so it was, it's Timothy 1, 7. Thank that's you. Right. Let me write that. For God has given us a spirit of fear. Sorry, no, God has not given not. us a spirit of fear. Wow, how funny one word can make a difference. But of power, love, and self-control. And I think well, another version question. says of sound mind or mm-hmm. something like that. I think you just said that actually. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, okay, so moving right along. Moving right along. What's next? Next. Um, let's see. Is she still mourning her? No, we did that one, right? Where are uh, we're on 2.4. She can have emotional up and down days. I mean, that sounds like the average woman, honestly, <laughs> but yes. Um, okay. So let me look at this more carefully. Uh, yeah, I could definitely have emotional. <laughs> I mean, before grief. I mean, imagine me as a teenager, I was so emotional. So I've always, I've always been emotional. So I'm not really a good one to compare this like to grief, but um, yes, emotional up and down. I think that just has to do with like going through grief. like. Some days I might be totally okay. Like I'm talking more in the beginning. I'm good now, like with grief stuff, but like, it could be like, okay, I'm really missing my husband today or all kinds of different emotions, but that could be an obstacle. What about you? Um, so I'm not really good to comment on this. I obviously through going through grief, it was very, um, that's very different, but, um, no, generally I'm a very, um, uh, balanced. Mm. Like I, I don't have really like emotional up and downs. I'm very like stable in my emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, now grief throws you a curveball, right? Right. Like uh-huh. that's different. That, that is different. But, um, generally speaking now, I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty consistent in the way I feel. Yeah. Um, because I've, I've learned a lot about trusting the Lord. Um, and, and also uh, I was just talking about this the other night with somebody that, um, you know, that I learned that and it's such a simple reality, but life is all about how you look at things. So you can either look at things from a positive aspect or a negative aspect, and you could look at the same thing and take it two different ways. Mm-hmm, and that's true. You'll find that happy people truly think positively. Yeah. And it is something you train yourself on. Um, but it gets to a point where it becomes very natural that, you know, for me, I'm constantly saying, well, at least this, at least that, 
And that honestly prepped me to deal with grief well. Um, I had a lot of, you know, difficulties in my childhood, um, mm -hmm. you know, just to say it mildly, but um, I learned that like, well, you can, you know, and I, I've had seasons of going through, um, you know, grief, I guess, over, you know, trying to deal with some of that stuff. But for the most part, I'm able to look at it like, well, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be the man I am today. Yeah, And I am happy with the man mm -hmm. that I am today. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, you know, so, but generally just to answer the question, no, I'm, I'm probably not the right one because <laughs> I'm just generally pretty stable emotionally. That's it might not sound, it might not sound like that based <laughs> off of all that big old answer I just gave, but, um, sometimes I cry. <laughs> sometimes, no, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. So 2.5. You sometimes remind her of her late spouse. This is an interesting one. I don't necessarily see this as a negative. Like there are a few things now, Joel and Luke, very different personalities, everything, but there are a few things um, like just even this thing, like Luke used to always put his finger to his chin when he's thinking, and I've seen Joel do that. Mm. Um, just little things once in a while, but I'm like, oh, I told him that yesterday. I'm like, Luke used to do that. Or there's just little things like, mm -hmm. it, I like it. Like, but I'm further on in my grief. I'm not brand new where it might bother me. Um, mm. But there's certain things that I'll be like, oh yeah, Luke used to do that or whatever. So it doesn't, it's not an obstacle, but I could, I could see how it could be an obstacle. What right. about for you? <laughs> so original in my questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what about no, you? This, this is how conversations go though, right? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, somebody a question, they ask you a question. Um, so... I agree with you. I don't see it as a bad thing because I adored Lacey. Right. So if I see something similar, um, sorry, I'm distracted because I feel like there's thunder outside. Um, there's like thunder rolls. Oh, see, rolling. Thunder yep. rolls. Did you hear yep. that? Yeah, yeah. We had to find a place for a song. That was old school Garth Brooks. I know that because Lacey, that was one of the only country songs she got me to listen to that I like. Nice. There's been a couple. Uh, that was one of them that I was like, Wait, yeah, that's actually note. a really good song. Yeah. Did you ever listen to the dance? Like after Luke died, I listened to that again. And I was like crying and crying. It's about, um, I could have missed the pain, but I would have missed the dance. It's all about mm. living, living your mm -hmm. life. Like, you know, having a relation with someone, you could have missed it, but you'd miss the, you, you know. No, generally it has, note. generally if it has dance in the title, I just move on from it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Except good. dance monkey. I like that song. Dance monkey. Wait, is that even the right? No, that's brass monkey. <laughs> oh my gosh! Side dance note. for me, dance for me, dance for me. Oh, oh. yeah! Remember, I made like a video about that a long time ago. I do remember the, that back in the day. But, um, I like that okay. song. My kids like that song too. It's, it's a fun song. Side note: When I was in high school, and we'd be singing songs in the car, my friends would be like, "You have a disease. You always sing the wrong words." <laughs> Oh, I know I've told you that before about don't go Jason waterfalls. When it's yes. Jason from back in the day. So I just did that to dance monkey. Yeah. Dance monkey, you know. Yeah. Dance. I can see how you did that. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Where were we? So I was saying. <laughs> that, um... <laughs> how do we get on these conversations sometimes? Hey, that's just how we roll. That's how we um, roll. That's how the thunder rolls. Thunder rolls. Okay. It's come back full circle now. It has. Okay. okay go. So, <laughs> yes. So um, I absolutely adored Lacey. I adored everything about her. And so if I see something, 
in someone I'm dating that reminds me of Lacey, I absolutely love it because it's going to be a, whatever it is, it's going to be a beautiful quality, you know? Right. And, um, you know, I used to think from, I think I said this in the last episode from what other people said that like, you need to know that people are different from Lacey. Like you can't mm-hmm. expect to find Lacey right. again. And I'm like, I know, you know, and I was trying to accept that. And I got to a point where I was like, no, like I want to find somebody like Lacey. Like, yeah, of course, obviously I'm not going to find somebody exactly like her, but I want to find somebody with the same qualities, the, you know, the ones that really made me fall in love with her, the, mm-hmm. the selflessness, the caring, the kindness, the tenderness, the, you know, um, selflessness. I think I said that twice, but um, <laughs> it must be not. really important. It was really important to me. <laughs> so um, anyways, so when I see that in somebody, um, I really like it. I really like it a lot. And I've, I've experienced this, um, you know, just recently where I see something in somebody that really reminds me of Lacey and I just really like it a lot. I like it a lot. Yes. I like it a lot. Sure is fun messing with these country folks, eh, Harry? So you always take it a step further with the lines and I'm like, is that the same movie? My brain just moves in movie quotes. Yes. Um, So see, that's another thing that you have to know about me that Lacey (laughs) just accepted. Right. There were times where she's like, I'd be hanging out with my my friend um, Jeremy. He's like one of my best friends, and um, we'd be we'd be chatting and we'd just be going back and forth, just like quoting movies. And she's like, "Is this a real conversation, or are you guys like <laughs> quoting a movie? We're like movie." Funny. <laughs> Sorry, we're dork. Good times. Um, so, anyways, yes. Next. Next. Um, she doesn't open up to you right away. I cannot relate <laughs> because I open up right away to like anybody. Um, so this one doesn't relate to me, but I could see how people could be like that and how that could create an obstacle within a dating relationship if it took a while, but then it's about being patient because you want to get to know that person. And, um, yeah, so I can't relate. Can you relate to this one at all? Um, yeah, I mean, I get it, you know, um, it is, it is hard to be, completely vulnerable sometimes when you're still trying to figure out how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing, but also like, I just, you know, if, if you're the right person for somebody and you're not ready to open up completely to them, um, they should see enough value in you that you're worth like waiting for it to be ready. Yeah, you definitely. Know? Um, and so, and same with, you know, if you feel that way, um, towards them or whatever, um, you know, like, cause I'm thinking that a lot of people in here, you know, feel the way I do that, like, <clears throat> I had a hard time imagining dating somebody that was not widowed because, um, you know, I didn't want to tiptoe or walk on eggshells about talking about Lacey. Now mm-hmm. I see through you being with Joel that that right. is possible. It? I didn't see how that was possible. So mm-hmm. I always had it in my mind that I always wanted to date a widow. Um, and so um, somebody in the audience, uh, so to speak, or listening might also feel that same way. And so you have to know that you might be um, dealing with that from them. And But if right. you see enough value in them, then they're worth waiting for. And, right. you know, like... I, I always say it's like, yeah, you can, you know, it's like, it's like a quantity versus 
quality kind of not exactly the right equation, but just kind of that philosophy of like, well, you can, you can find something quick, right. But if you are patient, you will find quality, you know, and it's, if somebody's worth, I don't know, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's kind of a weird way to like express yeah. it, but just like, you know, yeah, you can go find somebody to date or whatever and, and be in a relationship quickly. That doesn't mean it's going to be a good relationship, but if you see somebody worth investing in, but they're not ready to open up to you yet or something along those mm-hmm. lines, then like you pour into that and you wait for the quality of it, you know, if that makes sense. I don't know where I kind of went on. A, it does. It does. You know, when it went away in my brain a little bit there, <laughs> but um, that's how I do. All right. We have one this more. This is how I do. Oh, never mind. I can't keep singing. This is how we do it. <laughs> there you go. That was a little better. A little better. Not much. Okay. Where are we? Okay. 2.7. She tends to think she is cheating on her late spouse. This mm. is what you were alluding to in some of the yes. other ones. Yes. Okay. I can relate. And we did talk about this. I've talked about it in a couple episodes of like when I woke up and I was like, Hey, I could like talk to men. That sounds fun. And then starting to text and like feeling guilty. I remember that feeling. Cause it was like, Oh, I haven't talked to anybody in like 18 years or whatever it was at the time. Mm-hmm. Like that felt so weird. And then I, t- I talked about that last week about walking with a friend and how I felt weird just being alone with a man. And so I can completely relate to this. Now, by the time I got to dating Joel, you know, I've been over a year um, since Luke passed away and I was in a different place and I've never felt guilty um, about dating him. So it's, uh, it's a journey. And so just take that as like something to give you hope. If you are feeling like, Oh, I feel guilty. Like it will probably go away. And like, I was able to release that and be like, no, Luke would want me to be happy. Like he loved me. I don't need to feel like in this place. Like I want to live life. Like John 10, 10, we were made to live life and live life abundantly. That's the verse for my um, nonprofit. It's Mm. like, we don't need to stay stuck in this place of like, like punishing ourselves. Like people think the amount of time you grieve is the amount of time you loved your spouse. Like you Mm. grieve a year, then you got to, you got to do longer. Like that wouldn't say grief mourning when you're in that complete mourning state and you're not dating anybody and you're not like, it's almost like penance. Like people feel, I see this in widows all the time. Like they have to pay a certain amount of time. And then after it's five years or whatever they decide, then they could start looking like that's, Mm -hmm. that's not God's plan. Like God doesn't want us to stay stuck in this place. You know, everybody's story is different. And if you don't ever want to date again, guess what? That's okay. Like, I don't want you to feel like I'm saying you have to, but like the guilt is not what God wants for you. Like he doesn't mm. want you to just be like, oh, okay, so your husband died or your wife died. Now you need to just not see anybody and like guilt you into not dating. Like if you just don't feel ready or you have no desire, that is completely fine. But if you have a desire, don't let potential guilt stop you for something. Like God could have this amazing relationship just right there, but you could like have guilt and not even see it and not even take a step towards it. And so though I do relate to this, I want to encourage you that you can get past it. Cause I did. And it just really was time, time. And like changing my perspective, like, no, I'm not going to stay in guilt. Like mm-hmm. Luke would want me to be happy. So that's how I feel about it. a little passionate about no, it. I love it. No, I know. And I can tell. And I like that because it's <laughs> yeah. important. Yeah. It's this is like important. the most important. I mean, let's be real. This is the most 
common and important yes. thing that we all deal with in trying to date again is True. feeling guilty, yep. feeling like you're cheating, feeling yep. like you're doing something wrong. And the worst part is that a lot of it comes from other people. Yes. What are they going to think? Mm-hmm. And now we're all, you know, we all to some degree care what people think. And if you don't right. have that problem, I feel like you are really blessed mm-hmm. um, because most people I talk to do run into those challenges. Um, and again, though, you have to just follow your heart. But when you feel ready, it is up to you. And again, like we talked about last time, and I said I was going to try to mention this in every one of these, that you don't owe anybody anything. Your privacy is your privacy. Yes. You're not doing anything wrong by not telling anybody. Right. Um, and I'm specifically thinking of somebody that commented, um, I, you know, I don't want to say names because I don't know if people are okay with their name being thrown out there, but she knows who she is if she's listening to this one, that she commented and said the privacy thing was great. And yes, yes. I um, that. Uh-huh. And I, I liked that too, because I just kind of had that epiphany a few days earlier that like, um, you don't owe it to anybody to like, it's, right. it's nobody's business. It's not, it's not a secret, you know, it's not a secret. It's just your own personal business. And, um, so, yeah, I mean, that is a real thing. That is a very real thing for all of us, but you have to go through it to deal with it. You, yep. you can't, you can't, um, at least as far as I've learned, you can't um, like pre-qualify those feelings. You can't like pre-feel it and, mm-hmm. and, and ready yourself in advance right. for not feeling guilty. Right. You have to, I mean, whatever it comes with dating, you know, for the yeah. most part, you have to kiss somebody to know what it feels like to feel right. guilty about kissing somebody. Right. And, or, or hold somebody's hand to make, to, you know, if some people don't feel comfortable even kissing outside of marriage, like um, you have to even hold somebody's hand before you know what it feels like to feel guilty for holding somebody's hand. Right. You can tell yourself all day long, I'm not going to feel guilty. I'm not going to feel guilty. Well, guess what? When you do it, it's going to, it's going to probably make you feel something along Mm -hmm. the lines of guilt or like you're cheating or like you're doing something wrong. But you have to constantly reflect back to this truth. You didn't choose this. Well, you didn't choose mm-hmm. this life. You didn't choose this path. I know I'd say 99% of us, I'm sure there's a, an exception somewhere. So I don't want to absolutely lump everybody into this category. But I think 99% of us wish we had our old lives back, um, mm-hmm. you know, to a, to a very large degree um, or, or had our spouse back or however you want to say it. So. Um, yeah, like, are is there going to be guilt associated with that? Of course, very naturally, but there also has to be a point where you remember and you really, really understand this on a deep level that you didn't do anything to deserve this. You didn't ask for this. You didn't choose it. This was the hand that was dealt to you, and you are just trying to play the best. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thinking of a game of poker in my head, but you're trying to play your best hand yeah. with what you've been given. You, yeah. you know, yeah, we wish we could recycle the deck and give ourselves four aces or whatever, you know, yeah. um, but you have to play the cards you've been given. And, and unfortunately, being widowed is the hand that we've been dealt. And so you're left with choices in life all the time. Um, life is full of choices and, and what you do with things. And so the reality is that we're widowed. Yeah. We lost our spouse. 
And so you can't, you have nothing to feel guilty about. Right. That doesn't mean you're not going to feel guilty. That doesn't mean it's not something that you're going to have to work out for yourself. But I just want to like encourage you in that, that like, yeah, while you will feel guilty, <clears throat> you should not beat yourself up because there's nothing wrong with trying to find joy again. Um, right. And in fact, you should, you should try to find joy again. Cause I don't know. Um, I would much rather have a joyful life again than be stuck in the sadness that, yeah, the deep despair that I oh, felt, yeah. you know, in the, you know, first year of this, let's just say, yeah, put a timeline on it. For so sure. um, anyways, Mark thoughts, Mark thoughts, deep Mark thoughts. It All is right. thunder, by the way. There's thunder. Mm-hmm. Nice. Those storms are crazy because you're relatively close to Louisiana, relatively yeah. compared to yeah. where I live. Yeah. Last time I was visiting Joel, it was insane. We we're sitting on the porch and it was like, boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. The lightning. It was so cool to watch. It so is. So different than here. Yeah, me too. You know, growing up a Southern California boy, it was like, you know, we'd see like, we'd be like, whoa, like a lightning bolt, you know? Yeah. Hey, Here, like- <laughs> it's like, you see like lightning, like circling yeah. the clouds. It's crazy. The sky. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. It's, and, and when there's thunder, it's like, I mean, the house is like shaking. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's intense um, or can be, it's not always, Side it's not note, right now. This is kind of a fun story. So Luke loved lightning and thunder. Whenever there was like a thunderstorm, all the kids go outside, like it was a big deal in our house. So a week after he passed away, 6.15 a.m., the time of his death, exactly a week later, we all wake up to lightning and thunder and go watch the storm as a family mm. and me and the kids. And it was kind of like, just like, a, not a, like, I feel it's a gift from God. That's how we, we mm. viewed it, that it was just like, he's here. He's good. Here's a little gift. You know, it was just yeah, this beautiful, yeah. beautiful moment because he loved thunder, lightning storms. And, you know, our storms were nothing like that, but. It was just kind of like a weird, crazy at the exact same time he died a week later. So, wow. Little side note. I, I had a moment like that. Um, Lacey was uh, still with us, but um, I went to run an errand or something. I don't remember what I went to do, but I was um, coming back through this area called Ortega Highway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I lived in a city called Lake Elsinore. And as you're coming back on the Ortega Highway towards Lake Elsinore, you get to a certain point where you're looking down over all of Lake Elsinore Mm. and it's really pretty. Well, I, and it was raining that day and um, it stopped raining and like the sun came out and it looked all, you know, how pretty it looks after it rains sometimes. Yeah. And it was awesome. There was this huge rainbow, but I was on top of it because I was up. And so I was looking down on this. I got a picture of it actually. And I just saw it recently. Um, And, uh, it was, and it was just one of those moments, like you're saying, because we, I was in, we were in a very, very dark season of life at that right. point. And, um, just seeing that I was like, wow, like, thanks God. This is a very, very unique thing. Not many people get to say that they saw a rainbow from above, Yeah, you know, like, like it's, it's, you know, oh. it's pretty unique. Right. And so, uh, it was kind of a cool moment, but, um, yeah, I've had, um, you know, a lot of those cool experiences too. And, um, yeah, I wanted to say something awesome too, that, uh, we have had a lot of, um, really cool encouragement from you guys yeah, this week. For sure. So thank you for that. Thank you for all the messages and emails yes. about, you know, your gratitude for the podcast, or we even had, um, one of our, you know, really loyal listeners, um, sent a, a picture mm. that she met up with another one of our 
listeners and former guests again for privacy I won't mention your names but um you know like it was so cool that it was like wow they like totally met up I know I know right so um (laughs) that was super cool and just the encouragement we get from you guys it, it really means a lot and just knowing that you got you know it's one thing to see you as numbers, you know, right. that a few hundred people are listening or whatever, but to like get messages from you yeah. guys that, you know, like that you're listening and why you like it or whatever it might be, or your story, or just, it just, it, it's so different to like put a face to a number, yeah. you know, or maybe it. not a face, but like a personality, you know, maybe yeah. we can't see your picture or whatever, if it's email. But, um, and the, so, the yeah. way that you guys support each other, like that's been cool to see commenting back and forth, connecting and becoming friends and like saying that you're praying for each other. Like that's part of our goal and vision. It's not just to us talk. It's like mm-hmm. to create mm-hmm. this community, which we do have the dream of, and I believe it will happen within the next year. I'm just gonna put it out there to have some kind of retreat to bring everyone together and um just to have that community you know and i really think you know maybe through my nonprofit or some way it's going to be possible and yeah. it's going to be really really exciting to see that and to get to meet people in real life and so we just appreciate you because without you we would just be talking to nobody and we probably <laughs> would have quit a long time ago if we knew there was zero listeners yes like, yeah this is fun but no one's listening to us mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's been great. Just like we had the long-term vision, you know, we have bigger dreams than where we're at today to be like speaking and doing like live broadcasts and, you know, all kinds of things with all of you and going out and praying for you and just so many things. So thank you. The point of all that was thank you for just being part of this community. So Mark, would you like to, uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Good Moana. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. It's Thank one of my favorite Disney movies. It is cute. I love it because it's Hawaii. And Hawaii is like my favorite. I love it. So uh, it's not Hawaii. What? But it's a no. tropical island. <laughs> yes, it is. Are you sure? I've only seen it once. I'm so positive. Yeah. You probably watch a lot more than me with younger they're kids. They're from the, oh gosh, they're from the island of Matanui. Okay. Well, in my mind, it's Hawaii. It's totally Hawaii esque. Totally. Hawaii like I just love anything like tropical so so funny story about that so you know um Maui like the shapeshifter guy you know that's the rock right yes I did know that okay so it's funny because I I was reading this article I just thought it was uh entertaining but where um I guess he was talking to his kids while they were watching Moana Uh and he's like hey did you know daddy is that that's daddy's voice or whatever and he started singing the song for them to like prove it and they were like you're totally ruining it stop but that's me that's funny i thought it was funny and um i felt led. i feel led to to do something right here so i know i'm friends with some of you on facebook so you probably saw this or whatever but um i wrote a post thinking of somebody that i know was going through some stuff and um i feel like somebody else might want to hear it. Are you okay with me reading that? Yeah, do it. Yep. Um, I think it's encouraging for us to like, look at God. So um, this is what I wrote. Okay. Greater is he that is in you than he who is in the world. It is so easy to be consumed by the fears and anxieties of this world. I know that well, life can throw some really hard things at you. 
Losing someone you love is among the most difficult things to go through. It's overwhelming to think about how you won't get to share any more laughs with them, get advice from them, share fun things with them, or proud moments with them. You won't hear their voice, their laughter, or their ideas on this side of heaven again. To lose a spouse has its own unique set of challenges. The person you went to for comfort is gone. You, mm-hmm. you not only have to handle grief, but you now have to handle it alone. No matter how many friends or family stand by your side, you have lost the person that you trust most and that, bring the, and that brings you the most comfort. You are now also alone in every decision. You have to figure everything out. Their strengths now have to become your strengths in order to pick up the pieces. You just feel so alone sometimes and there is no fix. You don't ever get over it. You learn to live with it. The world is filled with injustices and evil. There are people that seemingly want to destroy the world by any means necessary. There are things every day that remind us of reasons why we should feel anxieties or fears, but greater is he that is in you than he who is in the world. God can bring your soul true peace. He is greater. He will intervene. He can give you rest. Cast your anxiety upon him for he cares about you. Be alert and of sober sober mind. Your enemy prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know the family of believers, I think about all of us right here, because you know the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Mm -hmm. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory, glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Whatever you're going through, whether it be grief, fear, anxiety, depression, guilt, shame, difficult times, or fill in the blank, you can cast your troubles on him. Talk to him, lean on him, and trust in him. He loves you. I am a walking testimony of God's faithfulness. I have had a very dark and difficult few years, and that barely scratches the surface of how it felt to walk through it. I leaned into God, and he was faithful to carry me through. He has restored joy to my heart. He is the reason I smile. My soul feels at peace. As the world grows darker, our light will shine brighter. Be of good cheer. May God allow you to feel the joy of your salvation filling your soul right now. And again, at the end of it, I put, God put this on my heart that someone Mm -hmm. needed to hear this. And I felt that again. So I don't know if any of you needed to hear that, but um, I felt like sharing it. Thank you. That was really beautiful. Like you are a very talented and gifted writer. Very. Thank you. I'm going to start selling Facebook posts soon. I'm just kidding. (laughs) What do you think about putting this in our Widow Too Soon Facebook group? I think it would encourage a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, That would be really, really awesome because it's like we can all relate to this. And I keep hearing that verse. I heard that maybe at church today about that after you have suffered for a little while. I think Mm. it was at church. I'm almost positive. And I feel like maybe it was the verse of the day the other day or something. Like I've been hearing this like the third time in the last week. And that's just something like really to encourage all of us. We have all suffered, you know? And when I, when I have experienced that, I feel like it's God speaking to me. When I keep hearing the same verse, right. like, it's like speaking to me. I feel like God's like, listen, this right. is what I want you to hear, you know? Um, and I'll hear somebody mention it here and then I see it there. And then I hear it in a podcast or whatever, you know? Right. Um, anyways. Right. So good. So good. Awesome. Would you uh, close us out in prayer, please? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your grace. Thank you for your wisdom and just bestowing all of your gifts upon us. 
Um, I pray for everybody listening right now, Lord, that you would just um, ease their minds. And if they are considering dating, Lord, I pray that you would guide them uh, into wise decisions. Lord, I pray that you would um, bring somebody to them, that it would be clear that this is from you. Um, and comfort those of us, you know, in our comfort us in our loneliness, because it is it is very real. Um, it is like overwhelming sometimes to feel lonely. And um, Lord, I just pray that you would comfort all those that feel that, um, you know, that that hard feeling. And that I, I pray that everybody would feel their their self-worth and how important they are to you. Um, and I pray that you would allow people to let go of their guilt, let go of um, the feeling that they're cheating and let them see that you're proud of them for mm -hmm. fulfilling their, their vows, um, that they completed their marriage in your eyes, that they, mm -hmm. they were faithful to the end. Um, and Lord, I just, uh, I ask you to just constantly be covering Michelle and I um, with the Holy Spirit so that mm -hmm. not only we are speaking things that are truthful, but that we are sensitive to what people have gone through, because this is a, this is a very big responsibility you've given us to mm -hmm. speak to so many people that are having such a difficult time, um, you know, for, for obvious reasons. And um, we don't take that lightly. We take it very seriously and we really don't want to uh, offend anyone or hurt anyone's feelings. And so Lord, I pray that you would protect us from, from doing that. Um, that none of our jokes would ever come off offensive or none of our words would come off offensive. Um, you're, you're a good, good father. And we are so grateful for your love and your gift of salvation through your son, Jesus Christ. And it's in his name that we pray to you, father. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Well, if you liked this podcast, we'd love it if you give it a little ping five stars on Apple podcasts, or if you really liked it and you want to take a couple minutes, you could review it and write something positive. It helps us get the word out to more people. And if you would like to be a podcast guest, go ahead and email us at widow too soon M at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook. We'd love it for you to join our <laughs> Facebook. It's funny. You seem funny? like because you seemed like you were bored of doing this. <laughs> oh, you can find us on Facebook. No, yeah, I was you can find us trying... on here or there. <laughs> just trying to make sure I remembered it all. I know. I'm just using Facebook. Sorry. Facebook group that is really growing. Like we were talking about as a community, you can find that. Um, what else have we got? Well, YouTube only has a few videos. We got to get some more. I I'm slacking on that, but I'm kind of like focusing so on my, uh, you know, what's it called? Nonprofit. So we'll get them up there someday. I mean, there's a few videos they can see us, but, uh, yeah, I think that's it. It's been an awesome episode and fun to talk about this and yeah. So I think that's it. You got, you got anything else? Any more words of wisdom for this week? Um, no. <laughs> I always want to. I want to add I know. something. Now it's good. Um, yeah, yes, yes. yes. Okay. Be patient in your dating. Um, wait for yeah. the right person. True and, that, yeah. Yeah, wait and uh, don't settle. Do, do not, not settle. settle. I stressed I think that last this, time. Yeah. Do not settle. Do not like, settle. Do not just go because you're lonely. Do not settle. <laughs> it was starting to get fun. Um, <laughs> but, but don't let the loneliness lead you into a relationship. 
wait on the Lord, pray to him about the specific person you're looking for and pray for that person. And, um, you know, pray for signs that this is that person, like be Mm -hmm. very diligent. Cause remember, Mm -hmm. I know our audience's ages and most of us are from a little younger than Michelle and I to a little older than Michelle and I, we all still have, well, Michelle's 29. Right. Okay. Um, but we all (laughs) still have, you know, a good amount of life left, um, you know, Lord willing. And so this is a very serious decision. Yeah. So don't settle. Don't settle. Seriously. Don't settle. There's amazing ones out there who have everything on your list, <laughs> including they'll dance with you like Joel. So, you know, don't whatever, settle. whatever, <laughs> whatever. No, it's amazing. Or Hold on. Hold on. Let me wait, switch wait. that up. Or they won't need you to dance. Boom. Boom. It's not, it's not on Mark's list. Doesn't need someone. He doesn't want to dance. <laughs> well, I wanted to, and you know what? I don't want to dance with somebody. <laughs> no, I want to dance. Like it was not a deal breaker when we first talked about it. He's like, well, I don't really dance. And I was like, oh, but he's like, but I'll try. And he's been with me several times trying and it's the sweetest thing. Okay. So, and I'm proud of you for not making fun of him ever. No, that, trust me, that sucks. I, I, I know. I know you're whole issue with dancing so yes. <laughs> no I've never made fun of him I'm always like that is so sweet I love that how you're trying and he's like because I know you love it and so I want to do that you know so it's just been adorable it's adorable anyways all right good job Joel you're so adorable <laughs> I know right that's what I think every single day okay that's awesome I know okay goodbye everybody <laughs> that's not a is that from a movie? No, that's the end of what our podcast sounds like. When oh, thank you. Time. You're right. Okay. So now we don't have to put the chime. I think we do. <laughs> oh, I thought you stopped it. I'm all, wait, did you really stop? All this stuff disappeared from my screen. Anyway, we're doing okay. it again. We're doing the like off air stuff. <laughs> but they think it's funny. So, you know, we'll just keep it in. Deleted scenes. Behind the scenes bloopers. Okay. Bloopers. Anyways, we'll oh, see okay, you guys next week. All right, bye. Bye.